We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And welcome back to another episode of No Other Pod. I'm Jimmy, as always, with my good buddy Dan. What's going on, my friend? What's up, dude? Uh, Not a Super Bowl victory, that's for sure. So I'm trying to be be okay with that. But, you know, by the way, let's just go right into that. I thought, oh, sporting crashed out of the playoffs. That sucks. Hey, at least we still got the Chiefs. Big time chance. Big time Chiefs. You know, Chiefs lose. So I would normally be like, okay, at least KU basketball is good. Spoiler alert, they're not. So yeah. uh, now we just hope soccer comes back to us here, man. And uh, yeah. we got some CBA news to talk about, that's for sure. We do. Uh, USC basketball in the top 25 for the first time in like four years. So They're better than KU? That's yeah. crazy. We're number 20. That is so insane. It's, uh, it's happening. <laughs> we, we, but, just uh, don't, we don't have any dominant players. No one wants no. to take control and make a bucket. I'm yeah. like, what is this? It's okay. I don't think Kentucky's in the top 25. Duke, I don't think, is in the top 25. It's like all the his, North the Carolina traditional powerhouses are just having a terrible year. It's kind of crazy. It kind of yeah. goes to show you maybe fans pay, play a little more role than we all thought. Yeah. That home court advantage is real, man. Allen Fieldhouse, it's, it's a little different when it's empty. So, yep. It's, uh, I don't know, the Super Bowl, man, it, it very, sucks. Very dangerous place to play there. It is, yeah. The the, the Super Bowl sucked. I'm not a, Brady, dude. a Chiefs fan per se, but I will I will root for them when they're not playing the Packers. And obviously they were not playing the Packers because of Tom Brady. And then as uh, my cousin, who's a Chiefs fan, said, he goes, I imagined a worst case scenario and this was worse than that. So True. Do you, why didn't we should have ran the ball? Why didn't we run the damn ball ever? Well, because the offensive line was non-existent. But every time we ran the ball, those were our biggest plays. I mean, the, Clyde we, Clyde was good. Clyde was. We good. got Phillied. We got Andy Reid Philadelphia. Well, All right, that's what he does. I don't think this was Andy Reid's fault so much as it was we were on like what like I'm calling him we now. Just go with it. I'm wearing a Packers hat on the Zoom call, but uh, they run like they're like fourth, fifth, and sixth string sixth string offensive linemen in some cases, and Mahomes is literally doing Superman dives and hitting people in the face from 30 yards out, and they're still not catching the ball. <laughs> And that was pretty wild. I just you can only do so much, man. I felt so like this. The stats that I saw that I was like, "Damn, that's that's the game right there." Is it was like I think it said on like twenty nine out of fifty four plays that uh, Mahomes dropped back to pass. He was pressured, and Tom Brady. It was like four out of thirty, and well, then I'm... the other one was 
before Patrick Mahomes threw the ball, like he, so he's running around on a lot of plays, right? They tracked how far he ran before he actually threw the ball. And over the course of the game, he ran 497 yards bef- just scrambling before That's throwing wild. the ball. That's pretty wild, <laughs> almost 500 yards. Five football lengths of scrambling just seems bizarre. But I Not wonder good. if the Patriots fans felt like we feel when they would go to so many Super Bowls and they, you know, they lost a few here and there. I feel like we're spoiled already. Back-to-back Super Bowls, you're, you're excited. You know, we don't, yeah. we can't say act like you've been there before because we really haven't. We don't know what this is about. So you just got to be happy that, that it was there and uh, be happy that Florida probably spread COVID a lot worse than it already was. Oh so, my God. The, the celebrations. Slice the them celebrations. off. Slice the panhandle off into the Caribbean. I don't think the Caribbean's down there. Is the Caribbean down there? It's on, well, I think, isn't it on the other side of Florida, on the Atlantic side? Kind of Slice so- it so hard that it goes to the Caribbean. Yeah, I well don't want to infect them either. So well, let's just stop them out in the ocean. You know, send we'll build a wall. We'll build a wall around Florida. <laughs> around Florida, <laughs> keep Florida contained. We'll make them build it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's I, I feel bad. I feel bad for Mahomes. Although his mom and his fiance were getting a little crazy on Twitter, going after Sports Center, and I was like, relax. This is a little bizarre. This is what Sports Center's Twitter account does. It's basically a meme account, and it's not that serious. Yeah. So. I, I am surprised that, you know, his mom is very, very Jesus-y. Okay. I assume a very big Christian rock listener. She's also a Trump supporter. Definitely a Trump supporter. Does that mean Mahomes is a Trump supporter? I don't he think he be. is. No. Bro, he's from Texas. He might be. He's, he's been all about diversity and, and Black Lives Matter and stuff. So? I have a hard time believing that most Trump supporters are that outspoken about supporting Black Lives Matter. So she blamed the refs when any other day she would be like, oh, this is what God wanted. Technically, God didn't want the Chiefs to win. So (laughs) clearly you've never watched Angels in the Outfield because you you that they they cannot interfere in championship games. Oh, that's true. That's true. Christopher Lloyd came back from the dead (laughs) and told me all about it. Doc Brown was like, we can't do that. But but who probably can is demons because at this point I'm convinced Tom Brady sold his soul to Satan in order to be this good. Tom Brady's a demon. I know he went vegan for a while. I, I'm working on my Tom Brady uh, lifespan. I'd like to continue to, <laughs> you know, look great. Yeah. Um, you know, be a be a male model, so to speak. <laughs> he's a. Uh... If you're if you're only talking about looks, he's gotten better with age. You can see those those like memes that they put out where it's like this was Tom when he was drafted, and then over the years with his annual picture until he until he's at where he is now. And let me tell you, Tom Brady, it's like a fine wine. Well, how, here's this for you: Did that fine <laughs> wine call Tyron Matthew the N word? Apparently, I don't know what he called him, but he called him something, and he then apparently texted him a lengthy apology after. Is the report I read? If. Ty- let me say this. It should have been the N word because if Tyran Matthew posted that because then he deleted it and it's like, it had to have been something crazy. And is that, I didn't even see that. Is that what Matthew said? He called him Math. No, Matthew just posted it and said, he said something that I can't repeat here, oh, I or did something. See that. but then he deleted it. And it's like, it better have been bad. Otherwise you're an asshole. Right. Well, yeah, I don't know. Matthew... Unless he was just like, Hey, you suck. And I don't Matthew's think like, Matthew... he hurt my feelings. I, I don't think Matthew did anything worse than what Tom Brady, like they, they looked like they were jawing each other, but Brady was going at Matthew pretty much first all game. So I don't know the, the Bucks man between Brady and whoever their center was that kept pushing uh, the chiefs linemen trying to get them in trouble, Chris Jones and others. And then uh, freaking and Sue 
who punched Mahomes in the side of the head going down on one play. Yep. He'll, he'll the smash dirtiest your, player in the history he'll of the league. He'll smash your testicles. He will stomp your testes. I've seen he it happen. stomped on Aaron Rodgers' ankle yes. explicitly before, so don't get me started on Andomic and Sue because I have well, zero Bucks, sympathy for that guy. Brady will take whoever. They, they got Antonio Brown, and it's like, mm-hmm. are we just all going to forget the terrible things <laughs> that that man has said and done? Right. So it's and, uh, and 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 Gronk came out of retirement for God's sakes. It's like, no, no, don't ruin this man's brain any more than it is. Okay. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry. I could bash all of them right now. I just there was an this last thing I say, and then we'll actually talk about soccer. But you see the interview with Gronk where they were like, Where's the party? Where's the celebration? And he was talking about, it. he's like, We're gonna go to some aquarium and there's gonna be tanks and there's gonna be sharks, and we're gonna swim in the tanks with the sharks. Well, we're wearing our tanks because we got to be in our tanks while we're in their tanks. And I was like, what is happening? This poor man's brain. Like, I don't know. It's Aaron Hernandez, bro. All over. I hope not. I hope not. I I hope not either. (laughs) I just, I I, I shouldn't joke about that. That's my bad. That's that's (laughs) That's on me. A a different scenario, but Gronk, you know, whoopsies. He's, he's, uh, I just, you know, I hope that they're, you know, Gronk's a partier and he may not be the brightest guy, but I just, you know. Former 24-7 champion. (laughs) That's true. That's true. (laughs) Uh, I don't know, man. It's It sucked. And so, you know what? Hey, the Chiefs are the betting favorites to win the Super Bowl next year. And you know who's number two? Green Bay Packers. Oh, wow. That's uh, cool. Even without Aaron Rodgers? No, he's coming back. They already said that. Oh, he's coming back. Okay. So, anyway, you know who (laughs) was at the Super Bowl was – Mr. Alan Polito. Oh, AP number nine. I, w- I first saw this and I was like, okay, cool. But also don't go to Florida in a pandemic. Longtime fan, bro. <laughs> polito has been a big time fan. Long time. Yeah. He, uh, he didn't get quite the show probably that he was hoping for. I, but... I just, I, I view Alan Polito. I follow him and his wife on Instagram. They were what I say. They, they're probably Instagram influencers slash yeah. soccer player. Yeah. But I just imagine that in Spanish, they're saying like, like, and subscribe, you know, all this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and please swipe up for the link yeah. but I, I see him as kind of a high maintenance kind of guy i think he needs to have the flashy car i think he needs to be at the championship sports games it just makes sense you know what i mean could be i don't know he needs i mean to be he, front uh, row when a, a, a musical guest comes to town or something it could also be that skc is trying to show him a good time because he hasn't really been able to do anything in kansas city for the past year which has been his first year so they're trying to be like hey we're cool. Please don't try to leave us. You think <laughs> like SKC secured the tickets? Oh, I'm sure that they oh. hooked him up by way of something with the Chiefs. Because I kind of assumed maybe he made it happen. It seems like that he needs to do those things. I wouldn't be surprised if if he went through connection. He might have instigated it, but I wouldn't be surprised if he went through Sporting KC to somehow get those tickets. Gotcha. He they... just got a brand new tattoo on his wrist that looks pretty cool. Yeah. Did you yeah. see that? I didn't see it, but you know, he's, uh, he's got some others. So yeah, no, it's uh good for him. Glad he was down there. Hope he doesn't, uh, <laughs> you know, everyone else if just, if they get COVID and then disperse back to their cities, you know? Yeah. Well, uh, now he's, um, he's got a quarantine for a couple of weeks, maybe because then I'm we're sure getting up on uh preseason. Uh, do we have Brit? We have like UK COVID now. We have like new COVID. There's a UK variant. There's a South African variant. There's a Brazilian oh. variant. There's lots of variants. So we it's got not new, great. New COVID, man. That's cool. Good yeah. for them. Not great, but you know, <laughs> that's revolutionary. It's, it's uh, <laughs> I was just reading an article on the Atlantic today that was like, we're probably not ever going to achieve herd immunity because the variants are, are 
basically mutating too quickly. And there's too many people already who have said that they will never get the vaccine. But basically that the, the most likely end of the pandemic is this will continue to evolve to the point where it just basically becomes more like a common cold and that the vaccine will be more like the flu shot where it's like, it's not eradicating the illness, but it's just lessening the severity of the illness enough that it doesn't become as deadly as it is and it doesn't overwhelm the hospitals as much or at all. Hmm. So, you know, that's, uh, it's not probably what people were initially going for, but hopefully as more vaccines come out, we continue to get closer and closer to a sense of normalcy. So we'll see. I'd like to be able to go to SKC soccer games sometime this year. Okay. So we'll see. That'd be awesome, wouldn't it? Maybe yeah. this summer sometime. I think masks will still probably be around for a while just uh, because the vaccines they're saying they might, you know, not protect against transmission. Like you still might technically be a carrier or even get sick just asymptomatically. It's just, it might not prevent transmission, which is, you know, part of the issue, but. Okay. Transmission, not going to lie to you. You cut out and it sounded like you said protect against trans. And nope. I, I was like, come again. Nope. <laughs> nope. I'm glad nope, you nope. repeated yourself. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you cut out for the crowd or just for me, but there you go. <laughs> I think it's just for you, but now it's a, a, a peek behind the curtain. Yeah. Transmission. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. We'll see. But we'd all like to go to a sporting KC game this year. So, uh, and we got some new players that we uh, we want to see. Uh, not the least of which is uh, this new center back, Nicolas Isimat Mirin, whose name I still don't know how to pronounce. Uh, Sounds but good to me. We uh, we said last week that it was probably going to happen, and then we released the podcast Wednesday morning, and then it was announced like an hour later. So that's typically how it goes. So tomorrow morning, we're recording this on Tuesday. When on Wednesday you're listening to this and Sporting KC has announced yet another player, you're welcome. We will claim credit. That'd be great. But uh, but yeah, I mean, this is cool to, that, you know, he's probably going to start, I would guess. I would think so, uh, especially mm-hmm. with, uh, you know, Beasler uh, being gone and also, uh, why am I blanking on this guy's name, who went back to Europe. Uh, to Winston England. Reed. Winston Reed, yep. So, uh, yeah, I assume he'll start. Yeah, I mean, he's got uh, 93 appearances in each of uh, League One, uh, sometime with Monaco, uh, and then the, the Dutch Eredivisie uh, with PSV Eindhoven, which is a pretty pretty good club over in the Netherlands. So, Kazutite. <laughs> and then, obviously, um, he, he went to uh, Besiktas, which is the best team in, in the Turkish Super League. He's made more than 250 professional appearances. He's 29 years old, so... He's uh, probably going to step right into that starting role. And uh, yeah, we'll see. It's pretty cool. I mean, when you hear Besiktas, you think, uh, I mean, I think it's the only team in the, in that Turkish league. So I don't hear about any others. So must yeah. be decent, right? I mean, there's a couple others I know, but I mean, Trabs on Spore and, and other oh. Galatasaray. Um, you watching, uh, you got Fox Sports Soccer Plus or something? <laughs> I do not know. I got, uh, I got, I've played FIFA. Oh, okay. That'll do so, it. Yeah. That'll, that'll educate you. Getting all those random cards from the Super League. But <laughs> we, uh, we do know now that there will actually be an MLS season because MLS and the MLS Players Association have ratified a new collective bargaining agreement, which we did not know if that was going to happen when we recorded last week. Also because they extended it another 24 hours but, uh, yep. to come to an agreement. We're like, oh, geez. Yeah, they must be going back and forth here. Yeah, it's um, it was it was getting real close, and they decided to extend the the deadline by 24 hours to the point where they could eventually come to an agreement. 
Now, I'm not sure exactly what owners gave up because I know they wanted the two-year extension through 2027, uh, and they got that. Um, starting in the 2026 season, players who are 24 and older with at least four years of MLS service will become eligible for free agency, but that's five years from now. Um, that's a long yeah, time. That doesn't affect anyone that's of a, of a name right now. You know, you I might mean? not no even we've heard of be in the league for another year and you could still be a free agent by the time True. this comes along. High schoolers uh, right now are like, okay, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> I mean, they're going to get 100% player compensation in 2021, which, which is a good thing. But um, basically, they're, so uh, Elliot McKinley, he's from American Soccer Analysis, um, E.T. McKinley on Twitter, he put up a graph where he basically charted the differences between this, the collective bargaining agreement that was agreed to last year and the one that was agreed to this year. And basically what it did was it, it shifted the timeline by two years. So uh, it kind of put on pause any sort of potential salary increases or budget increases for the next two years, it stays flat. And then it'll slowly increase at the, roughly at the same rate it was going to before, but it's just on a two year delay. Uh, so, I mean, if you look out to the end of this CBA, like the 2027 salary budget uh, numbers, um, right now, the, the, the salary budget, the salary cap is 4,900,000. 4, by the end of this, it's going to be up to seven million thirty-six thousand. So it's it's a pretty good salary cap growth. And then if you add in all the uh, additional allocation monies and everything, uh, this year the maximum that a club can spend is a, a little over nine million. And in twenty twenty-seven, it'll be a little over thirteen million. So spend is increasing, but it's it's just going to be slow and steady. So nice. We'll see. But at least we got soccer. We know that. So. Shout out to, uh, to all the fans who supported the players, and I'm glad that they got something done, and hopefully it's it's good for the players. So. Yeah, I'm excited, man. I uh, That means there will be no lockout. We are going forward. Yeah, it's uh, it's going forward, and, and we'll, uh, as far as we know, get preseason soccer here in a couple weeks, give it about another month and change, and then we'll uh, be toward regular season soccer. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, the other thing that we found out, I don't know if you heard about this, the U.S. Open Cup has approved the schedule for the 2021 U.S. Open Cup, and, and there's going to be a new format. Um, it's usually eight rounds. It's only going to be five this year. Um, it's going to be a, a much shorter time frame. Uh, there's also going to be a, a limit on the number of clubs who are participating. Uh, normally, there are 101 eligible clubs. The number of teams able to compete is reduced down to 24. Um, That's so, strange. That's very strange. Yeah. It's, um, there's going to be eight of the 24 MLS clubs that are allowed to play. Uh, there's going to be eight of the 24 USL clubs that are allowed to play. And then uh, the rest of the clubs are going to come from USL championship, I should say. The rest of the clubs are coming from uh, USL League One from uh, the National Independent Soccer Association. And then there's some open division clubs that are invited to participate. So we do not yet know how they're going to decide who is gonna be the eight teams from MLS that play in this tournament. So it's, um, this is gonna be weird. I don't, know, weird. I don't know how it's gonna work. So 
I, uh, I, I was shocked when I saw it. I was like, okay, I don't seems seems strange. Yeah, it's it's very strange. Um, like I said, there's no word on how those teams will be chosen. Um, there's also something weird with like the league's cup. I think it, it's hard because it's so convoluted how they're they're announcing it. Um, you know, technically all 24 teams are, are eligible to participate. Um, but if, if I think it's something like if you end up playing in the leagues cup, you're not in this, I don't know. It, it doesn't make sense. Sporting. Would, would you, let me ask you this. Would you be sad if sporting's not one of the eight teams that's selected to play in the U S open cup? Yeah. I mean, kinda, I mean, I, I like more competition, more games. Uh, they, they tend to tie those, those games into your season ticket package. I mean, it's never, it's usually not, any more expense to you does that make sense yeah so it's like special game from that standpoint, or whatever yeah i like that and you don't have to pay more unless until they make like the quarterfinals or something and or the semifinals and that's yeah. i just think that's cool so yeah i would be sad on another hand you know it's like okay we have seen t- year after year that we have teams in general do get tired yeah yeah it's just I, it's it's weird man like i don't know if i want to uh to play the extra games to win like a weird you know smaller fake u.s open cup like it's already tough enough when you have the, the the schedule uh congestion in the summer and it's you know i don't know it's just gonna be weird it, it's just i feel like it's gonna be another year that's like i'm really focusing on mls cup but the rest of the stuff it's even less important than normal so mm-hmm. i don't know it's it's going to be weird. Um, what's even going to be more weird is, is uh, the CONCACAF Champions League announced a new format starting in 2023. So all of the um, all of the different competitions or whatnot are just announcing new formats. And I don't know if you followed this Champions League news. They called it an innovative new format, but basically they're it's going so back. This is super weird. They're going back to a gr- a group stage. That will be played in the fall of each year, including four groups of North American clubs, Central American clubs, and two groups of Caribbean clubs. So we're not going to be playing like Saprissa from Costa Rica in group stage anymore. It'll be all MLS, Canadian, and Liga MX clubs. But it's going to be in the fall. So you have these group stage games that are going to be toward the end of the MLS regular season. You're going to be just playing more MLS and Liga MX clubs that it's not going to be anything exciting. And then it's going to go into a single elimination tournament at the round of 16. I just, I feel like every year we get a new CONCACAF Champions League format or whatnot. And every year it makes less sense. It's, I was trying to read through this and it's, uh, it's super weird, man, to see how, how people get back in. I mean, they're using the champions of MLS's back tournament as a berth. And then the 2019 U.S. Open Cup champions um it's just it feels weird it's i mean that this upcoming year is even is, is weird and then it's going to switch to this new format it's going to be even more okay, weird I'm not, I'm, that was the, that was this year's i'm talking about that's this year's but that's also weird oh, and then, okay and then this one starts in 2023 and but that's when it's like i i but that's that, i mean i think that's just kind of illustrates my point is nobody knows year over year what the the format is for this tournament it's different that's every right. year mm-hmm and so it's already hard enough to get people to care. The more you change it, I've just, I'm like, come on, people. It's, I don't know. It sucks. 
but it is what it is. So anywho, let's, uh, let's move on to a, a little bit more sporting KC focused stuff. We talked last week about the, the third kits for MLS, right? I think. And, and how Chad Reynolds sort of confirmed that SKC is not going to get one. Is well, he, is he ribbing us? Is he absolutely making jokes and we're absolutely no. getting a third kit? No, it doesn't sound like it. Speculation. But, uh, surprise. <laughs> there is a little bit of kit news uh, because I don't know if you've seen, there've been some leaks of some other MLS clubs in the last few days. Uh, LAFC's away kit was leaked and it was basically a plain white shirt, except instead of white, it was beige. Um, uh, there was a, a Atlanta United away kit that was leaked it was a black with five like very thin red stripes that looked like guitar strings down the middle no, look kind of don't weird. hate it don't hate it la don't galaxies like, uh... away jersey was leaked and it went back to sort of the galaxy of old the vertical stripes that are like the black and the green and the yellow okay vertical stripes very slimming got it and then, and then nycfc had a, a jersey leak that was basically light blue with white trim so that's about <laughs> what they do but there's some news about we haven't had any sporting KC leaks yet, but the Blue Testament did reach out to to Chad Reynolds to to get some insight on what the Athletic reported as changes to how Adidas will be designing kits because Adidas apparently now what they say is going to be providing the design ideas to the club and then the club gets to choose basically between the options that Adidas gives them, which sounds kind of sad. What? Because it sounds very sucky. We're losing all creative control. That's what it sounded like. Um, and that's how it's written. So I guess why Blue would Testament... you want to, sorry, man, <laughs> why would you want to work in that environment then? You're being told what to do and you're it a sucks. super creative person. I just, I can't imagine being handcuffed like that. That just sounds, what? It's Nazi Germany. It's, it's cap, <laughs> it's, this is capitalism communism i don't know one of those c words probably the c word adidas is the c word i'm just mad about it that's not yeah. cool man yeah it's uh it's it's not great and it's gonna and that's probably why you're getting a lot of uh are you gonna continue to get a lot of plain white shirts or weird things that are happening and it's not gonna be great so the oh blue testament Lord. when this came out the blue testament i guess reached out to chad reynolds and who's creative director for skc who we've had on the podcast before and said that Apparently, Chad said, despite what that document says, that, quote, doesn't mean how it works in practice. And he says that, quote, the process with Adidas is very collaborative. The briefing document is a starting point, And there is a lot of good back and forth after that initial briefing discussion, at least for our club. I can't speak for other clubs. So he doesn't says, matter, dude. they're giving you like a blueprint and they're saying, eh, do what you can with this. Yeah. So I don't know. It's going to be we'll He's see how it nice. goes. He did, uh, he did apparently say, without giving any tips as to what this means or what it'll actually look like, he said that the 2021 kit, which is a, a new primary kit, is a personal top five for him. So we'll see. How many, we'll years, see. Has he been, how many years has he been here? He's been around for a while. He, I mean, he was working on the rebrand. So, so it's, it's probably what, probably 15 years or something? I don't know if it's that. I mean, at least probably 10 I could look okay. him up on LinkedIn if I really want. So it's in the top <laughs> half. It's in the top half of the kits he's been around for. Well, I mean, but you know, if you think of it could be number five for God's sakes. <laughs> if you think of some of the kits that SKC has had, I'm, pe I'm pessimist, Jimmy. I'm a pessimist. I mean, I can tell now. <laughs> if you think of some of the kits that SKC has had during his time, there have been some pretty good ones. 
So hopefully, you know, whether it's the black argyle or, or the the blue horizontal stripes or state lines. It's not kit. slimming. Horizontal stripes are not slimming. <laughs> so hopefully, hopefully we'll see what uh what comes. But he says that it's it's hmm. gonna be good. So Okay. Well that's cool. I got a little mad there, I got a little heated yeah. uh, under the collar. I do apologize. Well, Justin Zimmerman asked, uh, after seeing the Philadelphia shirt, which I don't know if you saw, but it's light blue and it looks like it's got yellow lightning bolts all over it. They've officially announced it. Yeah, it was like um, a fan collaboration design. Yeah. So so Justin That's asked, cool. after the Philly shirt and the leaks of LAFC and NYCFC's new shirts, how are, excited are you to see what Chad called his top five kit? Yeah, I am excited that he said that, but I also think like, can you imagine if SKC did a fan created design and Chad's just like, why am I here? Why? What, what good is this? What are we, yeah. what are we supposed to do? Yeah. Like that just, that doesn't sound cool. Cause then if yeah. the design sucks, you know, who's to blame all 18,000 people in the stadium. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's um, I don't know. It'll be weird, man, but we'll see. I'm excited. I'm always excited to see the new kit. So for sure. So, I mean, they're starting to roll out. We would assume maybe we, start to see them as as preseason kicks off here in a couple of weeks you know yeah we'll see we'll see cool. so uh let's see here um looking through our questions connor bateman asked is skc one of the eight teams selected for the open cup um i wonder if we won't be since we're already in the league's cup this year i believe maybe that's where the league's cup thing got in my mind since we're in the league's cup i don't know if we'll be in the open cup i think that's what i was getting at so what the hell is the league's cup there's so many things. I'm I'm losing track of everything. What's the league's cup again? Uh, let me look it up to make yeah, sure. Type it up. Tap 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 on that Mac keyboard there. Tap it this up. This is not my Mac keyboard. I built a PC. Um, oh yes, you built one. <laughs> yeah, it's uh. You're a PC gamer now. <laughs> Got to play my Civilization. I love Civ. Um, the league's cup is an annual soccer competition between clubs from MLS and Liga MX. It debuted in July 2019 with four teams. And I think Wikipedia it's going to be my ass? up what to eight think? teams right now. Absolutely, I am. I could have done so, that. <laughs> it's uh, it's another fake tournament between MLS and uh, Liga MX. Well, unless we win, then it's real as shit. Well, there's also the Campionas Cup. Don't you forget. What is that one? Spanish? That's, <laughs> that's uh, I think, the, the cup single game between the champion of MLS and Liga MX. So, so not us. Not us. Yeah. But okay. there's there's all sorts of competitions, so we'll see. Interesting. Okay, man, they just keep coming at us. Um, and then we have a couple of questions here that are similar. Um, Connor also asked, um, "Who is your current starting eleven? What the roster we have today?" And similarly, kind of along the same vein, um, Daddy Gurk at Gerkenstein ninety three. <laughs> said that what is very pickle like and very jewish <laughs> i love both those things what positions do we need more depth in and where are we stacked he also said he wanted to hear as much trash talk about brady as we have time for but i think we just ended up calling tom brady very handsome very so. handsome but also a demon <laughs> also a demon so there you he's go he's a demon yeah it's uh i don't know probably don't know a gypsy probably a warlock of some sort as well like, all those He's, things who knows what he is but so we've we've kind of gone over i think our starting 11 before in in pods past uh a couple the, weeks ago actually the only difference is we've now signed this isamat mirin guy but i, I so I, I would assume he's gonna start um I'm, I'm gonna assume you'll learn how to say his name before the season's <laughs> over <laughs> and and where are we uh 
where do we need some more depth? Um, or, or where are we stacked? I, you know, uh, Matt Doyle actually put out a really good article on Sporting KC or on MLSsoccer.com and uh, Sporting KC is a part of that where he went over the roster build for each Western Conference team and he has a, a projected depth chart and I think he actually lines up pretty much with where, where we are as far as starters go but I think it kind of gives you a pretty decent idea of where we might need some more depth because if you look at the position groups like okay well I'd like another center back but back line, we might actually be kind of okay, assuming Ismat Mirin and Punchech are halfway decent. Um, midfield, we could probably use a little bit more depth, but we probably have Gadikinda, Roger, Remy Walter, yeah. Buzio, and Ilie. Probably, and- probably going to sign Ignacio Piatti. That's a <laughs> that's a thing that could happen. We, we still don't know about Felipe Gutierrez, but at this point, I'm almost assuming he's not coming back um, because we haven't heard anything. Hmm. I, I would say our weakest line right now, as far as depth, is probably our front line because we got Kyrie starting on the left, probably, Polito at striker, and Johnny Russell on the right. But you know who's the backup striker and the backup right wing? is Kyrie Shelton, who is our starting left wing. Well, shallow, we will slide in there. I think we sign a left wing here. That's why I mentioned Piotti, man. I think Is I, that a I thing? Did you see that? Uh, no, I heard that he's maybe looking to come back. I um, think I heard that somewhere. By the way, backtracking to Nicolas Isimadmiren. You know, mm-hmm. by the way, I don't know how to say that. But normally, <laughs> SKC would spell it out phonetically. I like this that. time... They just they just threw up their hands and was like, "That ah, we're just gonna spell it." That you know, good yeah. luck. <laughs> I looked for that in the in the the press release where they announced yeah. them. I was like, "Give me the phonetic spelling," and they did not have it. No, but they'll give it to us for like easier names. But for this, they're just like, "Eh, your guess is as good as ours." <laughs> yeah. They'll be like Roberto, and then they'll spell it out Roberto. Yeah, like a bear. <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh, I don't know. It'll be interesting. The, the most interesting thing to me about Matt Doyle's depth chart is he has Jalen Lindsay starting at right back over Graham Zusi. So I don't, I, I don't, I don't think that happens. I don't think it happens either. I think Peter loves Graham Zusi too much. And Jalen's obviously the, the future at that spot, assuming he sticks around, but bro, Zeus is going to come back so strong. Just wait. You think so? Everyone talks a lot of crap on Zeus. We don't really talk that crap on Zeus around here. I don't think I like Zusi. We, we're fans. We're yeah. fans. The dude's fast. The dude gives me hope for getting older. And I just, <laughs> he's an inspiration. And, yeah. he, and he's just uh, good looking. Yeah. Okay. Let's say it. He's good looking. He is. Um, let's see here. Um, I want to get through a couple of these other questions. Those real are the fast. takes you come to this podcast for, by the way, <laughs> if a player is handsome or not. Do you want to know? We'll tell you. <laughs> we, we've talked about it before. So, um, <laughs> Cody Slusser said recent rumors for another defender think there's any chance. And that was the uh, Lotaro Gianetti rumor that's been around for about oh. a week now. We were sure rumored we to be defenders. <laughs> we were rumored to be going after him back in 2019. It didn't happen. So he's another center back. I'd take him. And if, if that happened, he and Ismat Mirren would probably be the two starters. But we'll see. So two names we cannot pronounce. <laughs> I'm a little more comfortable saying Gianetti because it's, it's a little bit more straightforward. but That's true. You do sound, wow, you do sound like you're cooking up some pasta over here. It sounds <laughs> good. I'm doing my best. Um, 
this is this is an interesting one. Um, Christopher Rogers said uh, two questions, one for each of you. He says, for Dan, how did you keep connected to SKC while you were in Chicago, and how did that change your experience as a fan? Wow. Didn't I, did we read this last week? Did, well, did we not? He sent it five hours ago. Oh, so. shit. <laughs> maybe it didn't make it last week? No. Uh, maybe. He's asking uh, again. Dude, I mean, it's just it's so easy, dude. Twitter yeah. is like my news source, for one. Yeah. Um, but also, like, you know, I, I think I have my dad's cable information, so I would watch the games that way. Or yeah. ESPN Plus, of course. But uh, other than that, man, I always rocked my SKC stuff around town. Uh, sparked up a lot of conversations too from a lot of local people. So really not that tough. Uh, uh, is he? Is this? Is this a question asker? Is he from elsewhere? I don't think so. He uh, he just was kind of interested in um, sort of both of our fandom journeys because he also asked me. Uh, why did I choose SKC? He knows I've oh. talked about growing up in LA. Why am I not a Galaxy fan? And truly, it was because I didn't follow MLS that closely until I moved yeah. to Kansas City. So, well, and I, I only live in Chicago for two years. I mean, I've, yeah. I was in Kansas my whole life before that. So, you were uh, Nemanja Nikolic's uh, personal banker, if I remember correctly. He would walk by my <laughs> office window occasionally, and I would yeah. watch him and his wife and dog walk by. <laughs> it's basically his personal banker it was weird it was weird i i very creepy could probably get fired yeah. for that <laughs> um but yeah no i mean you and i you we started this podcast um in well, were you living in chicago when we started the podcast or, or you moved to chicago right after we started the podcast i don't remember the exact timeline but a large part no, of it. i was there when we started yeah, uh, so I think that was a, a big thing too. Is you and I were just talking about it, and it was so strange, bro. I didn't have a door to close out dogs and wives, you know, <laughs> mul multiple wives. I don't know why I said that, <laughs> but now I mean it's it's brilliant. Back yeah. then, I think I was laying on a on a beanbag, and and had the laptop sitting on my tummy, and uh, was using headphone mic. You know, it was yeah. crazy weird. And then. Uh just a couple more questions real quick here this is kind of a fun one uh daniel gooden who would you pick from the kansas city chiefs to play on skc and what position would they play oh well gerso just left so let's throw tyree kill in the left wing bro <laughs> get some more speed think about it i mean i don't know if he's got the ball otherwise otherwise if amelia ends up retiring or something put travis kelsey in net i was thinking kelsey at center back okay That'd just be let beastie. him beast some fools off uh some strikers off the ball he's fast he can keep up with them he's strong he can muscle them off the ball True. so he's tall but so. i just I, I i don't know i just think about i think he could react so fast in goal yeah have to have the probably footwork, could you know? he'd probably be a, a good goalkeeper he's so huge keepers don't get enough credit like yeah. the way they got to cover like th those goals are so large yeah i don't know how they do half the things they do I don't know how good he would be at soccer, but judging how good he is at defense, I would love to see Honey Badger as like a box-to-box -box destroyer of a midfielder. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Just like wrecking fools in, in, uh, in the midfield. Sure. Maybe we'll just put uh, Chris Jones at the number nine. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, don't know where, I don't know if Mahomes fits on the soccer field. He can do wonders with his arm, but I don't know how – he's a fan, but I don't know how he uh, – he does with the ball at his feet. So yeah, isn't that weird? I don't see him as being able to translate to soccer, but damn near everyone else we just named yeah. doesn't seem that crazy. Right. Uh, especially Chris Jones and Stryker. 
No, um, that was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, this is a, a last question um, from from Garrett Alley. If you had a time machine, what non-trophy winning match would you bring a fan to, uh, a, a soccer, a neutral soccer fan to? Um, and then Look he brings this. some examples. Look at Gare Bear says, coming strong with the DeLorean, man. <laughs> he says, uh, you know, in his opinion, the Open Cup versus Dallas where uh, Quaze had that stunner at the death. It's not a sure. bad one. Uh, the shallowy no-looker against RSL in the playoff, which is what sent him into his goal-scoring drought because I'm pretty sure he was cursed by the gods for that one. Um, and then the the... 6-0 against Vancouver, Johnny Russell fighting dudes with the double red cards. So That's not what I'm bringing someone to. I, I'm always going to bring someone because I know I was there with someone, I, a couple of people who have never been to a game. Have the same answer. but Yeah, I had a couple of friends who had never been and we chose this game to take them. And it was the Vancouver one 100%. where we came back from being down 3-1 yep. to win 4-3. The Nakamura game. Who, mm-hmm. Nakamura. Nakamura. God damn it. You make him Japanese. <laughs> I do make him Japanese. He's not. <laughs> but he's, he's scoring headers. And it's like, he was yeah. like, I don't score headers. Never done that in my entire life. Yeah. And like yeah, the people I had weren't even soccer fans and they were losing their minds. Yeah. They're like, I feel like I should be excited. <laughs> yeah. No, with that was the first one that popped in my mind too, without question. Absolutely. I mean, we should never have been down 3-1 anyways. But like, I think that was around the time where Nate Katie was like, never count this team out. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, that, that one was immediately the first one that was, was popped up in my mind. Yeah. So there are some other ones that have been, have, have had good endings, but that, but there's something about that comeback and how fast it happened and how drastic it was that like, you're never going to have a more exciting 15 minute period in a, in a non-trophy match soccer it game. was like three it was like three goals in 10 or 15 minutes uh, i think it yeah it was like we were down 3-1 in the 83rd minute or something like that and ended up winning 4-3 yeah so it's Just absolutely bonkers yeah but the crowd got behind it dude i remember it was so loud i lost my voice the next day it was yeah. insane. Well, and especially if they're a soccer neutral too, like that's just, you're getting seven goals in that game. So even if it's at the three, one point, you've seen four goals. So it's cause like the other one I thought of was when Beasler had his header at the death down at the cauldron end, but that was like what a one Oh game or a one, one. It's like, if you're a soccer neutral, you're not going to appreciate the intricacies of defense and strategy. You want to see goals. You want to see goals. Absolutely. Just like, you know, in football, you don't want to see teams win, you know, three to nothing, right. you know, you right. want to see something happen. You, you don't want to see them score nine points in the Super Bowl. Oh, my God. Too soon. <laughs> Too soon. Um, I think that's all the SKC news we have uh, for, for this week. Um, there is, I guess, just one piece of news worth mentioning league-wide outside of, obviously, the CBA. Do you see this uh, signing that FC Cincinnati made recently? This young guy, yeah. Brennan? Yeah from south brenner excuse me brennan they just signed brennan from skc right <laughs> uh international brenner he's 21 years old from sao paulo rumor has it that he just became the third most expensive signing in mls ever at 13 million dollars and with incentives it can go up to 15 million dollars so that means the only two players who cost more than him in the history of mls signings were pt martinez and ezekiel barco and we know how well both of those players turned out. So. It's insane. I, I think Cincinnati fans have to be losing their minds. Yeah. Um, 
you know, we got to hit up our, our Cincinnati podcast buddies and see, uh, that's true. See what they think about that. So it's true. And Hey, we just had some DC United guys reach out to us and, mm-hmm. and want us to come on and, uh, talk shop. They're like, Hey, we yeah, when we play each other this year and it's like, bitch, we didn't play you last year. Like, yeah. I don't, what are you talking about? We might <laughs> we, not play. We'll, we'll go, uh, we'll see if we can uh talk i don't yeah i don't think schedules are out yet but hopefully no. we'll play each other at least once this year because we're supposed to play everybody at least once and we are having a supposedly having a full season so yeah we'll see what happens so we have that and we have someone who's interested in starting a, a st louis fc podcast that wants to talk to us so maybe we'll start a little friendly rivalry there That's so cool. don't go stealing our skc fans all right i, I see what's <laughs> going on here yeah yeah so uh lots of cool stuff happening around the league Austin FC obviously coming into the league this year and uh yeah it'll be uh it'll be interesting so I think that's all I got for this week though you have anything else for our good listeners uh you know no man it's been a while since we've read a a five-star review Mm -hmm. or any review you know hit us up if you're new and if you're new to the pod hit us up on Facebook and Twitter and all that and glad to have you uh season's just around the corner man a couple months and and Mm -hmm. pre-season's even sooner so Yep. Leave that five-star rating and review. Make sure you check out hellotushy.com slash no other for 10% off your tushy bidet if you need it. And uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter at no other pod at Dan Kuzer at jcmax03. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash no other pod and shoot us an email, no other pod at gmail.com. But until next week, he's Dan. I'm Jimmy. We'll catch y'all later. See ya. Tom Brady's a gypsy demon. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.